This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Last week, we didn't get our Lake of the Week on the podcast, so this week, it's a Lake of the Week doubleheader. We'll check in with Jim Walters out of the Fergus Falls Area Fisheries Office and Rick Brusewitz out of the Aitken Area Fisheries Office. It's all coming up next on the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bumaji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu I'm Chuck Hassey of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow. We're headed back into Ottertail County, checking in with Jim Walters out of the Fergus Falls area office. He's the supervisor there, and we are talking about East Battle Lake. And obviously that means there's a West Battle Lake as well, and uh, we're actually going to talk about that one a little bit later on. But uh, tell us, uh, Jim, a little bit about East Battle Lake. Yeah, so East Battle Lake here in Ottertail County uh, is one of our, what we consider our larger um, lakes to manage. We have about a dozen lakes that we survey and keep tabs on every three or four years, Um, um, and, and East Battle is one of those. As you mentioned, uh, um, West Battle, it is connected to West Battle, so there is a, a connection there. Um, you know, East Battle's a, a good all-around lake, um, decent walleyes, good crappies, good bass, uh, bluegills. Um, like some of our other lakes here, uh, we do have kind of a problem with Lots of small northern pike, too. So if there was a downside of East Battle as far as fishing, it would be the abundant uh, smaller northern pike. So this is where you tell people, please take advantage of that new northern rig? Yes, (laughs) yes. Um, We actually tried uh, back in um, 2008, we actually implemented a, a regulation out there to try to improve the pike size structure and you know, basically after 10 years, we saw no improvement. Um, and, and the reason is is because there's a lot of natural spawning habitat, not only for pike but other species as well, that's out there. And so that's the driving factor. They're just able to produce good year classes uh, every year. And when you have that kind of situation, it, it's really tough to try to turn that around and, and you know, try to improve that pike population okay and and uh yeah that that is a that's a battle once if you're trying to rebuild that it it's you got to try and try and try and that's one of the things about fisheries and biologists that that always amaze me and i appreciate about them is they are not looking for instant gratification because it just is not the field to find that right like i mentioned we had it on for 10 years um, and really didn't see any any improvement. So we do have some tools. Mm-hmm. As a fish manager, we have some tools, but uh, in some cases, uh, you know, they just won't work. It's not the right tool for the situation. 
On the other hand, your walleye numbers, um, while you know looking at the gill nets, is not in that six to eight range like a lot of what you would consider walleye like. That it's you know it's still closing in on four, and your average weight is over two pounds, two point four two in in the survey I'm looking at from 2017, and that's uh, that's a pretty good average weight for a walleye. Yeah, yep, and actually we have done a a survey since then, and the numbers up a little bit, and um, so there's there's good areas for walleye natural reproduction out there. Uh, we do stock the lake with fry every other year um, to help kind of bolster that natural reproduction. And um, so between the stocking, natural reproduction, and, and some other lake association stockings out there, you know, we're able to, to try to keep that population up. Do you have any lakes in, in your region that, or in your area that you do, do not have to stock for walleye, or are they all getting at least some stocking? No, we do. Actually, we have um, in the Otter Tail River system, uh, Big Pine and Little Pine Lake. Um, we haven't stocked those lakes since, um, I'd say, the early 2000s. Oh, okay. And, uh, or they haven't been stocked since then. DNR hasn't stocked them since 1988, but there was some private stocking up there. Um, and uh, those lakes, again, they're on the Otter Tail River um, excellent natural reproduction, been able to maintain really high gillnet catch rates up there. We do have some regulations on, on those lakes to, um, to help kind of maintain that brood stock for the natural reproduction. Um, but so we do have, we do have some lakes that we don't stock at all that are, the walleye populations are maintained, but, um, you know, not, not all that many. We're pretty much stocking lakes with either fry fingerlings or larger fish in order to either either totally provide a fishing opportunity for walleye or to, to help the natural reproduction that's out there. Take a look at the bass. It looks like you've got some good largemouth numbers out there. Yeah. Uh, East Battle has a lot of good um, habitat. There's a lot of bulrush. Um, there's some cattail lines, shorelines, a lot of bays, undeveloped bays. Um, so good spawning habitat for bass, crappie, uh, and, and bluegill, you know, those species that, that are looking to spawn in the, in the vegetation. So you're getting some good sizes on all those, those fun to catch fish. Yeah. Yep. A good all around lake. I mean, decent crappies, uh, bluegills, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit on the smaller size, but definitely you have some eight inch and over opportunities. Um, out there as well um, for for the bluegills. I mean, looking at the map, it looks to me like you you have what was supposed to be an island out there, but somebody built a road, and I bet that uh, if that happened now, that probably that road probably wouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so th- that's actually a Bible camp. Um, oh, okay. And so it's uh, it's it's very popular during the summer months. Um, it's usually busy all the time, um, and it's. You know, it provides uh, some shore fishing opportunity because, like you mentioned, it's kind of on a point, and so there's some definite uh, drop-offs, and there's some vegetation there that uh, I'm I'm pretty sure they have some pretty good fishing right off their docks there. Well, and if you're uh, if you're on a boat and you want to get from one side to the other, you, you have to go around the island to get there. You do, yes. Yeah. Um, 
it's just I, I always love a lake with an island. I just think that that's just something a little romantic about that and make just very Minnesotan. Yeah, islands are are unique. Um, like I mentioned, it provides you know some really good fishing opportunities um, around those islands, and you know we're not even talking about the the wildlife benefits too of of islands. You know, not being um, disturbed by the general public. Sure. Oh, and there's uh, and there's a lot of structure on this lake, just like many of the lakes we've already talked about from your area. Uh, you look at a map, there's all kinds of lines on it. Right, yep, sharp drop-offs, shallower bays. Um, there's um, uh, a lot of opportunity for, for tulabies, both winter and then um, um, there's also a tulabie netting season we have in the fall. Uh, East Battle is, is one of those lakes that um, is listed on there to um, have that opportunity also. There's, um, I mean, there's no secret. I think most people know where Battle Lake is, so West Battle and East Battle up in that neck of the woods. So, uh, but where are the, uh, where is the public access to get on East Battle? Sure. So the, the there's one public access. Um, the the ramp itself is really good. Parking is very limited, um, and you know some of those if somebody parks wrong, they can goof it up for other people to yeah. to park and. And that's the situation uh, with the access on East Battle. But um, basically from Battle, the city of Battle Lake, where you can see the west side of West Battle, you would uh, either go north or south. Uh, from 210, you can go to the east, go along the west side, or excuse me, the east side of West Battle, and you can hit the road that, that goes into the East Battle Lake access. Um, you can also go north go along the north side of West Battle, follow a road south until you hit the road that goes into East Battle public access that way. Um, pretty much tar roads all the way in, so um, you know you don't have to worry about uh, rough gravel roads. And as we always ask before we wrap it up, uh, any uh, concerns, AIS or otherwise? So zebra mussels were confirmed uh, in 2019, and so they, it was listed in 2019 um, as a, a zebra mussel-infested water. You know, fairly recent, um, like the other lakes that we have um, that have either been infested for a long time already here in Ottertail County um, and, and the new ones. You know, our surveys will be kind of keeping tabs on the fish population, um, and if there are some changes, uh, you know, trying to relate that to the potential that zebra mussels might be, you know, maybe having some kind of impact. It is East Battle Lake. It's our Lake of the Week. Jim Walters out of the Fergus Falls office with the details. Jim, thanks for your time today as always. My pleasure, Kev. Thank you. From Otter Tail to Aitken, we check in with Rick Brusewitz next. Hi, this is Nate Blazing of the Nipsla Guide League, and I'm doing my best to keep Kev Jackson from embarrassing himself. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. 
You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Bathe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfasts. Visit Bemidji one step further. Hi, this is Toby Cavalli-Vog of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. And again. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow. It's lake of the weekday, and once again, finding our way back into the Aiken area where we check in with Rick Brusowitz. He is the area fishery supervisor out of the Aiken area. You know, it's funny when I, when I do these lakes and I, I get on the map and look around the state of Minnesota to find lakes and and then you find like big pine that we did talked about or cedar, and then you do the uh, search for them, and there's like six, you know, six hundred of them that you have to find the right one. Uh, when I did the search for Farm Island, that was uh, that was pretty easy. There's only one. There's only one. There's, <laughs> we've got a handful of one lakes in the county, but uh, there's an awful lot of of round lakes and long lakes and mud lakes uh, all across the state. That's for sure. <laughs> So tell me about Farm Island. First of all, do you have any idea how it got the name? Uh, yeah, there's an island on the lake that had a farm on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems easy enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they call I think they call it Goat Island now, or, or has been called Goat Island. But yeah, I think that's I think that's the uh, the, the 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 history behind that. Well, it's a big old lake. I mean, uh, you know, uh, by by the standards of a, a lot of my lakes of the week, which tend to be those ones hidden away in the forests uh, up here where we, we have a lot of small ones. But this is a 2,000-acre lake, and, uh, and and I've heard it mentioned in some of the reports I've done in the past. So it's it's a lake a lot of people go check out. Oh, absolutely. It is uh, it's, it's definitely a go-to lake for walleye, um, even bass, and, and to some extent in the wintertime panfish, too. So. Yeah, it's got a. It looks like a real solid walleye uh, population, uh, pretty decent size. Uh, so um, walleye anglers should be happy on there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And one one thing to remember is it does have a special regulation too. Um, we have a sixteen to nineteen uh, uh, protected slot. So catch any fish between sixteen and nineteen, you have to throw it fast. Okay. Um, that reg's been on the lake, I think, on the book since nineteen ninety six. And uh, you, uh, smallmouth and largemouth bass, both. Yeah, the, the smallmouth is a relatively new player in Farm Island Lake, um, and and we caught more this last survey than we have uh, uh, previously. That's for sure. So we're seeing we're seeing on several of our lakes the uh, the smallies are uh, are becoming uh, more abundant than we've seen in the past. Well, we we certainly have seen that up in the Bemidji area. There's a number of lakes now, uh, even north of Bemidji, that have smallmouth that uh, never had that before. So right. that's that's kind of a yeah, it's kind of a straight statewide trend, at least in the north half. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, you know, the, the the quality of the bass fishing is fabulous. I mean, it's it, both for largemouth uh, 
man, in particular in the past anyway, for, for, for largemouth bass. Um, the smally thing is, like I said, it's really new. I mean, we, we were only seeing, you know, maybe one or two fish a survey, uh, you know, up until 2020, which is our last survey. And, uh, gosh, we, we saw almost one a net. Um, so that's, uh, that's a little different for us there. When you uh, have a, a good bass lake, you tend to have a, a lake with pretty, uh, pretty populous northern pike lake as well. It looks like you got some northern pike on that lake, no doubt. There, there are a lot of northern <laughs> in Farm Island Lake. Um, quality is is not the greatest. It, it certainly wouldn't be a, 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 a go-to lake for for big fish, for instance. Is it uh, part of that uh, statewide limit? Oh yes, yep, statewide okay. limit. So you got it. We're in the central zone here. So it is a 10-fish limit with uh, fish between 22 and 26 having to go back, and you can keep two over 26. Have you seen an increase in northern anglers with that uh, over the last couple of years since that's been implemented? Increase in northern anglers? Um, I don't think so. Um, I I would have, we probably haven't seen much of an increase in pike anglers. Um, On the contrary, it. Over the course of the decade that I've been here, it seems like we're seeing a, maybe a decrease in, in, in anglers uh, harvesting pike. Um, but uh, from the standpoint of uh, uh, quality of the fishery, um, I'd say it, right now it's a little too soon to tell. Mm-hmm. But the last time we did it, we, we had uh, you know at least a fish in that that were, were over 20, uh, 24 inches. So that's not too bad for Farm Island Lake. Okay. I do see there is some bluegill and crappie. Are we talking numbers? Are we talking size? What are we what are we looking at there? Yes. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, and well, that's a good know, answer. It's, uh, it's one of those things where numbers aren't super super high by okay. any means. Um, but there is some decent quality for both fisheries. And again, like uh, the other lakes we've talked about, just lots of, uh, particularly along the shoreline, appears to be a lot of structure, but there's also some oh. points uh, out in the middle of the lake, too. There is there is a lot of structure on Farm Island Lake. Uh, lots of offshore uh, rock reefs and, and, and points that, that come out from the islands, you know, multiple islands on the lake and drop-offs and shallow bay areas, you know, all kinds of habitat. Um, any concerns on the lake? Well, <laughs> uh, I think the, the same as the, little, the last uh, two we've talked or three we've talked about. Um, again, we're, we're looking at uh, uh, a recent uh, observation of, of zebra mussels on, on Farm Island. Well, and, and again, I talked about up here that, you know, where, where I, you know, my backyard, what I'm used to talking about is seeing more and more of that here as well. And, and you guys have so much more pressure and so many more boats and visitors than we even do up in, in the Bemidji area that it's uh, it's amazing to me there's any lakes that, that don't have it at this point. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think that, that uh, it's you know kind of a, a matter or a function of time and probabilities. Uh, really, really low probability that any one individual might spread it, but when you multiply that by 10,000 or 100,000 people, um, that, that changes the game. Yeah. What What is it? I mean, there, we talked about the structure, but what are some of the other factors in that lake that make it such a productive lake for these species? Well, it's it's part of the Ripple River system. Um, so you have uh, a, a, a 
spawning run of, of walleyes that go up and hit and, and do spawn and, and even some shoreline spawning. Um, walleye is, is probably mainly from fry stocking, though. Um, the, uh, uh, the other part is, you know, just all the different habitat. That's the key. Whenever, whenever you have a, a variety of different habitat, you'll have a variety of different fish species to go along with it. Okay. It, it's, uh, again, I've heard the lake mentioned by, by a lot of anglers up here, so I know it's a productive lake. And it looks like a really cool lake. And I'm obviously, as we noted, lots of people give it, uh, are, are out there fishing it. Yes, definitely. Uh, a lot of people fishing it. And I think uh, this is one of those lakes I, I mentioned a little bit earlier about Big Pine having maybe a little bit of an effect from Lax. I think uh, Farm Island's probably had a, 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 a bit more redirection of walleye angling coming from uh, Mille Lacs than, than uh, our, many of our other lakes, just because it's such a good walleye fishery. All right. Anything else we should know? Wow. Uh, <laughs> where it's located. Oh, that's a that's a very good question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know, south of Aiken, about 10 miles, and the, there's two different public accesses. One is off of uh, County Road 28 on the north side, and the other is off of, uh, I think it's County Road 10. We call it Tame Fish Road on the south end of the lake. So uh, on on the Farm Island itself, uh, anything still going on over there? Uh, you mean on the island itself? Yeah, on the island itself. I don't, I, I don't know if there's any goats left out there or not. I, I tend to think not. Um, there's several cabins now in, instead. Um, so uh, I uh, I don't... Uh, you know, as far as goings on, um, whatever the cabin owners are doing, right? Yeah. Okay. So there are cabins on there, so I can't just go pull up and camp there one night. Uh, no, unfortunately <laughs> not. <laughs> that would that would have been fun. You, you you ask and they say yay. <laughs> uh, he is Rick Brusewitz. He is the area fishery supervisor out of the Aitken area office. We're talking about Farm Island Lake, our lake of the week. Rick, thanks for taking the time today. Oh, you bet, Kevin. Great to be here. That's it for the Lake of the Week double feature. Thanks to Jim Walters out of the Fergus Falls Area Fisheries Office and Rick Brusewitz out of the Aitken Area Fisheries Office. And thank you for taking the time to listen. Bumpin' Country.